go. Ready? I got it. Take it, take it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heath's Sugar Shot from the bottom of the car. Anyways, let's go to Dusty on his fantastic shot. Go Thank ahead. you, Harms. We're here at Gasparillo 09, where we have found a bottle that was apparently dredged up in the searching for the Titanic of last year. This bottle, you can see, is filled with barnacles, and we're going to Heath for a shot. Harms, what is your prediction on Heath's holding the shot down or not? Dusty, he's probably going to shit himself the entire month. This is a unparalleled shot. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Is it rum? Is it vodka? Is it coke? Who knows, ladies and gentlemen? We don't know. That's why we're going to Heath. He's not a fantastic shot kicker. Scale of 1 to 10, probably a 6.5. 6.5, I yes. Judging right. from his shot record too and his decision making he is a bona fide bad decision maker <laughs> so the shot has been well, Dusty, who isn't a bona fide bad decision maker in this group who isn't do it none of us you're <laughs> right very, very much so so go we can see the barnacles there's a shot and he's going down oh! Sea creature with that one. How was it? We'll be in a hospital. Uh, it was fucking minutes. awful. I don't <laughs> know why, but that created a film on top. It was fucking awful. Yay! Disgusting! And Heath now has hepatitis and seven forms of crab. Hey, add syphilis to that bill, it's probably over. Back to you, Bob. Watch, I kick this thing off. Three or four shots, my brain's gone. About to get it crumped like a chainsaw. Be on my chest like King Kong. I'm like, oh, who want it? With a keg, I'm a cake stand on it. In my pickup, playing genuine pony. Smelling like marijuana before on it. Bitch, I'm right. Backwoods to the boom in the back when Nashville said it wasn't room for the rap. Grabbed an ink blue cooler with my coonskin hat. Started dipping wiffle balls with my broomstick back. Ignore that kid, he a chump, we ain't playing him. Little did they know they was dealing with a crazy one. Recorded every bad word I ever wanted to say to woman. Now I got him screaming through the whole gymnasium. Oh, white trash fresh, white, white trash fresh, white trash fresh. Quit acting all hard, you don't want to with the boy now. White trash fresh, white, white trash fresh, white trash fresh. If they ain't running with the big dog, stay up on the porch now. <laughs> got him doped up like Bill Cosby. Your girl wanna feel probably I like my women like I like my burger And I like my burger real sloppy White wife beater, county fair Funnel cake in my chest hair That's just how I keep it pimping And the pimping stays popping And I hope it's not a problem Because stop is not a problem In the back of the laundromat I'll show you where the party's at Meet me in the back of the laundromat I'll show you where the party's at Meet me in the back of the laundromat I'll show you where the party's at Meet me in the back of the laundromat I'll show you where the party's at I'm white trash White, white trash fresh, white trash fresh. Quit acting all hard, you don't want to with the boy now. White trash fresh, white, white trash fresh, white trash fresh. If they ain't running with the big dog, stay up on the porch now. Watch I kick this thing off. Three or four shots, my brain's gone. About to get it crumped like a chainsaw. Be on my chest like King Kong. I'm like, who want it? With a keg, I'm a cake stand on it. In my pickup, playing genuine pony. Smelling like marijuana beef. So I just got through putting the mix together at the beginning for the uh, for the episode, and 
that uh, that WTF video looked like a lot of fun. So what the fuck went into all that preparation and everything? Because that shit's hilarious. Uh, you really won't. I'll go with that. Um, we sure. went to Baxley and uh, the Lax kind of put all that together. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's really we pulled out all spared no expense. We found a random construction site and shot on it, probably illegally. Um, I got in the middle of the road, did some traffic move dances with an Amazon costume I bought, and then we reserved a laundromat later on and pissed some people <laughs> off that came in there to try to do their laundry. I, I noticed that you used the Hardee's, or there's some references there at least that I think that I picked up from the Hardee's, the chick that ate the the hamburger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of did that uh, that slow biting the burger scene on the video at uh it looks really hot when I do yeah, it. I, think. I, I agree. The shit, shit is hilarious, man. But uh, no, nah, man. You said you had a. What? That's probably the funnest. That is definitely the funnest video I've ever been a part of, man. That was, that was fun, man. Like uh, the the lacks and all of them. Everybody does this country rap stuff. It's getting big. It's gaining momentum. People are making good money off of that. Believe it or not, I mean, there's a lot of people that make well over six figures off touring with country rap. Uh annually i mean there's a lot of money to be made in that it's like giving a a, a hip-hop voice to the uh country folks who's and, the black dude Dar it's people, darius rucker right darius rucker's the guy that kind of started yeah, Hoogie, it who in the blowfish well he did man that stuff's been around forever there's been country rappers forever like you can say ugk outcast those guys from the south i mean they're they're southern rappers so I mean, it's not like Southern people and country people haven't been listening to hip-hop for decades, you know. It's just finally you get some real country, you know, Southern guys that can rap. And uh, I don't know how uh, a demographic of people are attached to it. So, Yeah, the, the quality of your videos has gone up quite significantly since uh, I think the first one I ever saw was Hypocrite, and that's the one that sticks to my mind all the time. But that's you and I think that's it. You and Myers's house, like way back in the day. Yeah. In that no, room. that was Pointer. That that was Caleb's house. Oh, those Pointers. <laughs> that was Pointer's uh, spare or uh, that spare bedroom in the back that I lived on the on the floor with the box spring and the mattress forever. That was that high lavish life. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, you know, honestly, man, I'm, this is not saying this in a boastful way, but everything. I've done has gained quality with the video stuff and all that, and especially working with uh, uh, Ryan Fleming and Wes now. Those guys have brought they, – they do great mixes on the vocals. I've gotten better equipment. Uh, Wes does outstanding production anytime I'm working with him. So the beats, the songs, everything's gotten better. It's also technology's uh, – made it easier because it's all do-it-yourself stuff nowadays you know you, you could get good vocals man in, in your house you know you don't have to the days of going to pay 45 50 bucks an hour at a studio is pretty stupid when you could spend 300 and have your own setup with a mic and, and do everything on your own you know what kind of mic you buy because i might uh, look to improve the microphone for this podcast can't can't even tell you right now i have to go in there and look at a man uh What's the name of those mics, man? MXL or uh, I can't remember them yep. now. I got it. But the mic I've had, I've had for probably 10 years now, and it, it gets good, solid vocals. And, of course, you can go more expensive and all that, but, I mean, I don't need to be super fancy. I'm, I'm making a song called White Trash Fresh. How fancy yeah. do you want it? You know? <laughs> same, same. My podcast is named SH1T, so I guess there are some expectations. Right. Hey, somebody used that the other day, of man. Of course they would. I knew they would. It's not like I trademarked it or anything. It's, uh, I'm I, sure all, all my ideas it. will get stolen. So I saw it the other day. I don't I don't know. I think somebody was just writing it out on some something on Instagram, but they spelled uh, shit, S-H-1-T. Yeah. That's the first Fucking... time I've seen it that it hasn't come from you. I did that shit 10 years ago, man. Uh I remember trying to go into a poker room, and I was like, uh, what's your initials? SH1T. And then she's like, uh, it took her a moment to figure it out. So Yeah. She started trying to type it. She was like, I can't put that yeah. up there. Yeah, that was, uh, that was great. Okay, here's what I wanted to ask you about, all right? Because this, uh, this is 
uh, my domestic life struggles right now in uh, where I live. I just keep that. I live in a small town, South Georgia. You know where we're yeah, at. Yeah, I got you. I don't want to get into specifics or anything. Rhymes but, okay. with bacon, and I'm not. That's Arms. not the correct answer. <laughs> Arms, you're a, you're a sports guy, man. Okay, so let's say uh, 11, 12 year old little league. If you're a little league organization here in a small town, how would you set that up? Far as selecting teams goes, let's let's. Just See, I don't. I don't need you to get into too much detail. Just tell me how you would you would keep that balance. Oh, I just it. There's many ways to do it, but one off the top of my head is like just say there's 50 kids. Uh, you got uh, what 10? You want 10 players for five teams or right. four teams, whatever it might be. Uh, how many right. teams you're gonna set up? So let's just call it four. Give give 12 numbers and just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, or one, two, three, four. Your team one, your team two, your team three, your team four, and you randomly assign the dads and the coaches and whatever, and do it okay, that way. Okay, that's perfect. Far as far as the kids and putting them on teams, how would you how would you do that? Starting brand new, we got we got five, four or five coaches coming up here. We got a pool full of kids in the community. How how would you do that? Oh, I just told you I would I'd get I'd assign them like if you have fifty sheets, I would just assign them a random number one, two, three, four, or five, and that's the team that they're on. But I know that's not how it goes. Excuse me. That's not how it goes. Like that, people like they assemble super teams. Guaranteed, that shit ha- shit's happening. Guarantee, guarantee. Here's what I, here's what I was trying to get you to say. I guess would you? How would you? You would want to rank these kids, right? They, they call it a draft. They're going to do a little league draft. They call it a draft. Oh, you could do so, it that way too. Yeah, yeah. You definitely could do it that way and and take a first rounder and like, oh, these these six kids like have two legs, ten fingers. I'd probably obviously draft them. Then you got the re-rees that wear the bike helmets in second base. Probably want to draft them in the fourth okay. round. Well, we're going. Well, we're going that route. That happened quick. But uh, no, what, what I mean is like you would probably do a skills evaluation, right? Of course, of course. Give the kids a, a number, and then like this many kids has this many. Uh, this min- this team has this many five star. You know, like whatever. There's a whatever. thousand ways to skin a cat, man. A thousand ways to skin a cat. Right. Okay. Well. Uh, let me tell you what, the town I'm in has decided that this would be a nice way to do things. They have a, a super-duper travel ball team here, and I'll, I'll lowball and say that there's uh, about 14 kids on this team. There's probably more like 18 to 20. We'll say 14 kids on this team that go do travel ball stuff year-round, and, and they play the game, man. You know, they, they play baseball. Uh, all these other kids are, you know, playing Fortnite and freeze tag in the yard or whatever they're doing. You know, they're, they're not, they're, they're reading books in school. You know, these kids, these kids are probably going places in life, yeah. but they don't know shit about baseball right now. They're way behind on that. Are the 14, so, are the 14 kids on the travel team Dominican in heritage or what's up with some that? Of them. <laughs> some of them. But, uh, well, this is this town's solution to this. Okay, the travel ball team wants to use the fields to practice. Well, we're not going to let you use the fields unless you sign your kids up for rec ball. Okay, well, we'll sign them up for rec ball. But to keep it fair, we'll break up these uh, all-American, <laughs> all-star kids into two different teams. We'll split them down the middle, and we'll put eight on this team and eight on this team. How many players do you start in a starting lineup, Arms, in baseball? I would say greater than eight. <laughs> About nine, right? <laughs> nine, ten, ten with an extra hitter? I wasn't wrong. You weren't wrong. <laughs> you, were not, you were not wrong. You're right. You were not wrong. So, off out the gate, okay, I, I signed up to coach, do it the right way, I'm going to, uh, you know, coach my stepson, and we're going to go into this draft, and I go to this skills evaluation. What I'm round like, did he get picked in? Okay, him? Huh? Did you pick him? <laughs> yeah, I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I wasn't going to. Listen, Danny, I've been out there looking, and uh, yeah, I'm not taking him until the – if you come around on the seventh round, maybe I'll pick you up. But uh, yeah, look. Yeah, more than and, I can't waste the top six yeah, on you. I can't and no sprinkles, no sprinkles at the DQ today. You were shit out there, Danny. You were shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're not getting that glove down. Still not getting that glove down. Oh, Six picks in a bumper for people to put their glove down. <laughs> but anyway, they're so out the gate, man. There's only five teams in this league, and out the gate, these kids are just playing for third place. You know? Yep. We our first game of the season went two innings. It was twenty-six to two. Hey, you guys scored some runs. Yeah, I think that was beanball. I think the kids got hit in the neck, you know, <laughs> by some, some kid up there throwing a 74-mile-an-hour slider. I mean, what are we doing, man? This is like sign your kids up to be the pin cushion for the monsters. This is like Space Jam or something, you know? Yeah, don't look at me, man. Uh, I remember when I played uh, Little League ball, uh, I, I could hit the ball, but I took one – we were doing warm-up the very first season of the game because the Little League people were playing. I didn't grow up with much stuff. Me and my two older brothers went to the to the school, and there was a team out playing in the in the field. So we went up there, and we just smashed them because they were a terrible team. We like we, They let us bat around, me and my two older brothers, and we scored like 12 runs on them without getting an out uh, in practice. So they obviously wanted to sign us up. So they signed me and my little brother up, or my older brother up, and my oldest brother couldn't play because he was too old. Uh, you know, go around, everything's practicing, everything's fine, hitting the ball, no fear, whatever the case is. First warm-up, first game, I'm the shortstop, uh, and it's like eight years or 12 years old, whatever it was. I catch uh-huh. a, the field is shit, I catch a bad hop and eat the ball, or eat the ball to the face. My nose is bleeding, everybody's panicking. <laughs> it didn't hurt, it didn't hurt me at all, but like, the way people were looking at me freaked me out, because I was just like, blood was just shooting out of my nose. And I, I never played. I never played a game past, like, I didn't play my entire year, and then I just have this hitch now. I could never play the infield ever again, and that's my baseball experience. Yeah, you played you played outfield. Outfield all the time. Softball here with us. Yeah, and I was, I was God. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, but I'm a much better hitter than I was back in the softball days with you guys. Like, I would just, like, I would either just dink the ball, like, ground it to shortstop, or lace it back up at the pitcher. Those are the two things that I did. Uh, you'd, you'd be surprised at how much better of a hitter I am. When it comes, to, I'm still a shit fielder, but uh, I'm a much right, better. Right, you are a shit fielder. Oh, I'm, I'm god right, awful. You're definitely remember, a shit remember that one yeah, time? I remember taking you. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, what now? Yeah, the, well, you took me to like some professional like tournament or whatever. Yeah, we got our asses kicked. I remember kicked. that. Do you remember when you laid out? <laughs> yes, at right field. I had you no business diving. Out, yes, you laid out for the ball down the line, and you wouldn't have been close to it if you were a grenade. Yeah, I pressed triangle. It was the wrong button. I pressed triangle. I should have pressed X and run after the ball. <laughs> You said something in the air. <laughs> when you, you dove for the ball, I think you said, this is stupid. <laughs> As you laid out, I think you said, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm an idiot. Hey, listen. Listen, I got a great story, too, man. Hey, don't feel bad. The first time I went to one of those travel ball tournaments, this guy that took me there was, like, pumping me up to the other guys. You know, he's like, hey, man, this guy's got a great bat, great glove. And I, <laughs> I played outfield, and I could catch pretty good back then. I actually had some speed to me a little bit. But uh, he took me out there. And the night before, I thought it would be a good idea to try to drink uh, an entire bottle of Captain Morgan private stock. So as, I got as, out there. As is tradition. Bright, <laughs> bright and early, no water, you know, still probably drunk. Get in center field. They hit me one. I back up. I'm under it, right in the chest. I'm under it with plenty of time. Hits my glove, drops to the ground in front of me. I overthrow second because the guy's the guy's coming in the second. He gets a stand up triple. I'm an idiot. The leadoff batter of the whole tournament. That's us. We're in the outfield. First guy hit. That happens. I end up I end up missing like two more in the same game. And then, and then the next game we play in the tournament, I'm batting like ninth, and they got me like I'm EHing or something. I'm not even playing the field. The, uh, Actually, I think they moved me to catcher. Yeah, which is that's the position I play. I, I I play pitcher, I play catcher, or I play right or I EH. Those are the positions I play. Or second base if we're in like a dire need, uh, whatever the case is. Um, you did you don't you probably don't know this, but when I was in Hawaii, I played actual like baseball baseball. Like they have a baseball oh. league in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, <laughs> that was tough. 
Oh, Where were you batting in the order there? Uh, so, not on the batting order. So I'm I'm what they like to call a batting cage hero or a or a, like a you know a practice hero. So I'm just smashing the ball during right. practice. So they line me up. Right. At, they put me at fifth the first game. So my first. Oh God. Yeah, it's great. Uh, my first at bat, I get hit by a pitch. So everything you know. <laughs> So, you know, everything's, yeah. everything, everything's looking cool. Everything's looking great. Um, you know, no, no real issues. Uh, no real issues. Uh, the first game I probably, I think I went 0 for two with a hit by a pitch and then I went yeah. 0 for 10 for the <laughs> first four games, but I never, I, it was all contact, right? You know, I hit the ball, fly outs, ground outs, whatever the case is. And then the coach kept putting me in. I was like, coach, what are you doing? Like, I'm 0 for 10. I haven't hit anything. Like, why do you keep putting me in? Like, I'm horrible. Like, you can see this. Just let me throw, let me pitch. Like, that's my last thing I can do for you. I can pitch. Um, he's, he's probably like, listen, listen, Seth, I haven't seen anybody take a gut shot beanball yeah. like that since 84. You're no, good. Dude, get mother- out there, you know. The motherfucker said. shoulder over the plate yeah. and get us some base get us, get us on the base path. The motherfucker told me, hey, at least you haven't struck out yet. You don't say that shit. I went 0 for 4 with 4Ks that fucking game. Oh, man, yeah. he jinxed you. Yeah. Just then, like kickers in the NFL. Yep, never played again. Never played another fucking thing. Uh, I was in right field, and uh, the, way I was taught, the way I was taught to play ball, center fielder has priority. If he opens his fucking mouth, that's his ball. So there was like a, yep. there was like a ball that was like hit like right to me. So I'm, I'm like underneath the ball, like ready to, ready to catch it, and the like, center fielder's like, oh, got it, got it, got it. So I look at him, and the ball drops right at my feet. So I look like an asshole. So it was just, it was, I'm never playing baseball ever again. It's, it's dude, if I, if I went out there to try to play baseball right now, I'd be, I mean, I'm laughing at you, but I'd be just as horrible, if not worse. I don't know. I don't even know if I, I'd have the bat speed to get close, man. I definitely, were y'all playing with wood bats? Yep. Yep, yep, See, yep. I could never, man. Anytime I've ever contacted anything with a wood bat, it's never been pretty. Yeah. I don't know how the guys in the league do it. Every time I've hit anything hard with a wood bat, I've felt like I need braces on my wrists directly after that. It jars <laughs> the piss out of me. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't played softball in a couple of years, though. The last time I played was uh, shit and mead. We played on a Chiefs team. The Chiefs teams were defensively horrible, but these old motherfuckers have bats like for days. So they were they were just crushing, placing the ball, doing whatever. So we'd we'd have these games where it's like twenty two to twenty at all times. Nobody could play defense, but we just hit it over their head. So it wasn't bad. That's pretty much the whole game these days, man. You get these uh crazy composite bats that the ball just flies off of, man. You get in there and you try to decapitate someone. Yeah, you remember back you obviously remember back in Georgia how horrible I was. Uh, playing the game, but uh, I, I I pitched, I played right field, and who was that guy that just crushed the ball? He was all he was all world and just fucking smashed the ball out. Bald dude. There was a couple of them. Uh, DK was on your team. I think his name was Dustin. Yeah, you played for the red Dustin team, right? Something. You played for no, you didn't play for the red team. What was that red team's name? The team that always won red every year, except was, for that. They except that for that one JC, year. JC's crew. They played in uh. They used to have every huge joker in the county on that team yep. and just kill everybody. But then I was on shop 38 with my shop, and you were on the crush, and y'all actually put together a good squad yeah. for a couple years in a row there, man. That was that was fun, man. It's, it's not really like that anymore. We were all – everybody was drinking and cutting up, yep. and even after the games, win or lose, we'd all hang out and cut up and joke on each other about how – we did, you know, if you popped out or something, you yep. get rags for that. That that was when it was fun, man. And I can remember, like, even picking up games and playing with you guys or you guys picking up and playing with us whenever we were short somebody. They they won't let you do any of that anymore, man. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun for the – there were three uh, – your team and our team were – your team was just better than ours. But, I mean, we'd beat you guys every now and again. Um, we, yeah. I think we made it to the championship game against J.C. Crew, and we beat them. So we won a title of one of those four yeah, years. Yeah, you guys did. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. You guys did win a title. Y'all had, a, y'all had some good players. Though, yeah. Man. You guys had some TRF workers that joined your team, too. And, uh, yeah, it, it was fun, man. Back in those days, it was cool. We had, uh, we had a bunch of old guys out there, too, man. But those old dudes, like you were saying, man, they're scrappy and they mm-hmm. can hit, man. And yep, they go oppo on was, command. 
Well, they just look at the defense and where you're not there, that's where they hit it. So. Yeah, exactly, man. That was that was fun. It's not like that at all now. You can't even you can't even come on there and play as a civilian anymore. You have to play with your command. If you're TRF, you have to play with strictly TRF people. It's just, I mean, why even worry about that? It's just softball. It's slow pitch men's league softball, man. Who cares? Yep. You guys still play you out know? there? Huh? You you still play out there? I did play two games this past season. Actually, Tuesday night, uh, the team I was on just won it all. They they won the championship, but they've uh, they got a real good squad, yeah. man. But they've got the home now. Now they're allowing you to use the U trip bats that are really hot bats, but they have a home run limit. So after you hit three, it's an out, and everybody everybody on your team can hit them, which pretty much. Anybody that can start can hit a home run with these bats anymore. It's too so, it's, it's too damn dangerous pitching to these motherfuckers. Like it's 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 dangerous. Like that's I what I do. do it. Yeah, it's scary. It's like especially when uh, the people that don't know how to hit come back up the middle. It's just it's bad. And it, I remember one game where a guy came back up the middle on me. So I just like all right, I'll just come back up on the middle on you. And that's probably one of the hardest ball hit balls I've ever hit in my life. And I almost killed the dude. Lucky for him, he caught the yeah. ball. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody, if somebody hits middle, then you hit middle. We played a tournament in Florida. I think it was called a, a Freedom League tournament. And the way they do that is you can't use the U-trip bats. You have to use the ASA. Those are kind of dialed down a little bit. Yep. But they don't use a net. There's no net. We were down there playing this tournament. It's probably been five years ago, man. And uh, this team's up bat, and they just buckshot this pitcher, man, right in the face. Right in the face. Thought we were going to talk the guy's going to the hospital. You know, he, he completely dropped in his tracks. Uh, the dude doesn't even run the first. You know, he stops. It's, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's crazy. Is yeah. this guy alive or not? So they get the ball up, batters out. Uh, the, that was the end of the inning. They go in. That pitcher gets in the on-deck circle. And I'm standing. We're, we're behind the fence watching the game. And the dude walks up there, and I'm like, man, what are you about to do? Are you about to hit right now? He's like, I got to. And the whole the guy had seams running the whole left side of his cheek, man. <laughs> the freaking softball seams, the whole left side of the cheek swelling up. I was like, what do you mean you got to? He's like, well, if I don't hit, it's an out. And I guess that's the rule. It's some funky rules. They can't but sub also, him out? Huh? They can't sub him out? I, man, it was something like you had to keep the – the guys on the field, I don't, man, I don't remember. It's been a while since I did it, but I think your starting 10 or 9 had to stay in, or if you didn't have, maybe they didn't have a sub, maybe they couldn't get him out. I don't know. I don't yep. remember what it was. But they would take your bats from you if you hit somebody like that, and they would test it. And if it, was, if it comes back that it's shaved down <laughs> or it's illegal, <clears throat> You could get fined, or depending on how bad you hurt someone, you could do time for that. Yeah, they charge you. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's not. If that don't tell you right there that like, hey guys, uh, maybe this ball's coming off this bat a little too hot, then you know nothing will, man. If you gotta test the equipment like that. Yeah, I took one in the I took one in the shin before that sucked. I took one in the thigh, uh, and then I've caught a couple of comebackers. I just I cannot stand it when the uh, when because it can't hit, they just lace it back up the middle. It's so crazy. It's so annoying. But it's uh... everybody wants to. Everybody that's the biggest hole on the field, and everybody wants to hit it there. And the, your guys that can't hit, that's what they look to do. They look to go right back up the middle, man. Yeah, and they have no, uh, they have no remorse or whatever the case is. They but they don't understand that I will, I'm going to open the box right back the fuck up, like because I can hit it straight back up the pitcher if I need to, and I've done it a couple times. Oh. So it. It sucks, dude. Uh, we're play, we're playing this game, and this cat uh, this cat slid into third or did something to third. It was trying to trying to stretch a double into a triple. Dude snapped his femur on the. It sounded like somebody broke a broomstick uh, in a game a couple years ago. It was the sickest. You were that you were on the field and heard it. Yep, snapped like like snapping a broomstick or like when somebody snaps a stick. And uh, they oh my God. they stopped the game, called an ambulance, did all that fun stuff. That guy's probably not walking for you. What was this dude year. doing? Was he was he screaming and pain? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was pretty bad, dude. They they had uh, the the whole turnaway thing and like 
people were, I, I don't think anybody puked or whatever, but people like ran from him because the guy, I, it wasn't an open, an open one. It was, it was a still internal, but you heard the snap like a, basically like a snap on a broomstick, man. Uh, so he laid there in writhing pain for about 15 minutes. The ambulance came, carted him off and we kept playing. <laughs> they didn't cancel the game or anything. They just kept going. Holy shit. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you this. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, we're, we're looking at getting a new home right now. We're getting under contract. And uh, I go out to this house uh, in, right here, South Georgia. Uh, go up there. I'm looking around. This guy has a nice uh, iron burn pit, like a, uh, you know, like a little fire pit or whatever. And uh, he's got some, some cutouts on the side, some designs cut out. I look at it from a distance. I'm like, what does that say? I get up there to it. It says Aggies. Hey, Texas nice. A&M. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at least there's one more yeah. around this area that's an A&M fan. We're coming, and, uh, we're coming to play you guys. From, we're coming to play uh, you guys next year, right? I think so, man. Dude, I don't know what Georgia's thinking. I was talking to my boss about this earlier today. Georgia's scheduling – I think uh, you guys are coming in, but y'all are SEC, but we're also reaching out and scheduling Texas and Clemson and uh, Oklahoma Dude. in the next few years. I mean, what are we trying to do? I, I guess I guess Georgia's hoping other teams like Bama follow suit with that. But I, do, I, I don't I – don't, what's ahead. the benefit of that, Harms? You got that one. You need that one big victory to keep you in the four fourteen playoff. That's what it's about. But listen to A and M's. A and M's playing Alabama like we always do every year. We're playing Georgia, which is top top five team next year, and we're playing Clemson. We have the our second game is against Clemson, so we're playing. That's the teams we're playing. We have the we have three of the top five teams in the in the country. You think you'll get who you who you who do you think you stand the best shot against Dude, we, out of those three? We should have beat Clemson Georgia? last year. We should we could have beat Clemson last year. But, no, since we're traveling to Georgia, no, that won't happen. We're traveling to Clemson, no, that won't happen. And Alabama has our number with the exception of the Manziel years. Like, it's – but, I mean, A&M's a goofy team, man. If uh, – we can beat anybody if that team shows up, but then we just lose to the the worst team ever. Like, so we win games we're not supposed to, and we lose games we're not supposed to. That's, that's A&M's forte. Like, that's what we do. So if you're – it doesn't matter if you're coming in number one or 130. Like, it's going to be a game. Like, there's – it might happen, right? So you think Tua backslides any this year? Who knows? Uh, Alabama's always going to be good. Uh, he has to, right? So he's just. What is his NFL prospect like? Just like Hertz, Hertz isn't going to make it. Like he he may make the NFL as an athlete, but what's Tua going to be? Is a I mean maybe he develops into something, but what's he a junior? Tua, Tua could be, I think Tua could be. He's got an a arm, but pocket passer. But. What, is he a junior next year or a sophomore? Uh, I want to say junior. Okay, well, that's good for Alabama. But Clemson whipped the shit out of them last year, so Clemson's a yeah, team to beat. Yeah, that kid for Clemson is insanely good, man. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, because they, they, uh, they had their senior or their junior transfer out, and they got a freshman or a sophomore now. Well, he's running the show for the Tigers. So, And then we're going, like I said, a and going to travel to them, and they beat us on a – Basically, the referees saved them. Uh, they should have lost. Like, we should have won that game at, at Kyle Field. So, that's going to be a real fun game really early in the season. But we're probably going to get Dude, fucking curb stomped. Look, look at how much weight an Alabama victory uh, holds. Uh, and I'm not taking anything away from this guy because I think he is an outstanding coach. But look at the money they gave Dabo Sweeney after beating Alabama like that. You know what I mean? Well, Jimbo's getting seven and a half or ten million a year just for being a name. Yeah, that's so. insane to me. That's crazy. But AM has that money, man. Whatever. AM has that money. AM has gotten so much money since they seceded from the Big 12 and like got away. Like it would be as much as I want Texas and Oklahoma to join the SEC and make it the Big 16 or whatever the case is, it would hurt AM for uh, regional teams in the Texas, Oklahoma area to join our conference. And that would put us, that would relegate us back to a second tier team. Right now, AM's a top ten team, and they're always in the conversation because we're in the SEC, but we're the third best team in the SEC West every single year. 
right? Because that's just how bad the uh, SEC West is when it comes to Alabama, Auburn, and every year one of the Mississippi teams is good and the other one's shit. Then you got Arkansas. Who's LSU's been... still quietly yeah. around, though. Exactly. They're still quietly sneaking around. It's going to be – LSU's going to creep up on some people before too long, man. You can't keep a, a big school like that down for a while. Just like Florida's rebuilding right now, and, and Florida might put some things together. I, yep. I don't know. You just – all these teams, they don't stay quiet for too long, man. And LSU's been – not that great. They did beat Georgia last year, but they've been not that great for quite a few years now. No, but they, that was the first time we beat LSU, 77 to whatever it was, that seven-overtime game last year. That was the first time we beat LSU. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I missed that game. Oh, man. I watched I the hell out of that game. that game. Dude, I, uh, I watched – that game was on the awesome spectrum as cool. Like, it is – so we got – as much as we got robbed at the Clemson game, LSU got robbed in that game because they basically tackled us I mean, it was justifiable, whatever, but they basically sacked us, but the referees gave, let us have another untimed down, and we scored, and L- like we just kept scoring, 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 scoring. Uh, but the the worst game I ever saw A&M play, and I like literally stopped watching them for a year, and I got banned from like A&M chat rooms because the only thing I would post every single week is fire Kevin Sumlin. Um, like it doesn't, ma- it didn't matter what they posted. Like I think it was Good Bull Hunting. I think they they banned me because I would just, hey, A&M's doing this. Fire Kevin Sevlin. So after about the tenth or eleventh time, they fucking banned me. But we were up against UCLA, forty-four to like ten, and the th- yeah. in the middle of the third quarter, and we ended up losing that game, 45-44. Season opener in Ellis in in UCLA. I just wanted to murder everything that I saw. It was. So you realize you're talking to a Georgia and Falcons fan about comeback losses right well, now, right? Okay, I got the – well, I'm a Texans fan when it comes to NFL, so I literally have no hope of anything ever happening. What We, we, we were how, how do you like Watson? What do you, what do you like about Deshaun Watson? Nothing? Oh, he's, no, he's good. It's, his O-line is horrible. So that's why we, that's why we drafted the blind side. Uh, you know that movie with Sandra Bullock and the big dude? The left tackle. Yeah, uh, Michael Orr. Yeah, so that's why we drafted some dude that's just a talent. But we, we didn't draft anybody that, that's NFL ready. We, drew, we just drafted projects, right? And our first round draft yeah. was a project at offensive line. That's how bad our offensive line is. So Deshaun Watson's going to be fine, but he's going to be like David Carr. Uh, who's that fucking guy that who's backing up? Uh, how about Aaron Rodgers, how good he is. And he gets, he gets them to the playoffs, but he has a whole year's worth of getting the shit beat out of him, getting sacked every other down. He's getting hit by somebody. That's because he that's because he holds on to the ball for six years. Like that, he's you. His offensive line is okay, but he doesn't let go of the ball. He's trying to wait and look and do whatever uh, with the ball. Like he just holds on to it. He's like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Uh, Brady is opposite. Brady just like half a second. He just fires that ball out. And we're, you're on moving and whatever. So Deshaun Watson, his he's got to keep moving out of the pocket because his offensive line is fucking horrible. So yeah, we'll see, man. I got another year of Falcons and Georgia stuff. I'm, every year, I'm just I, I, what's going to let me down this year? Who's who's going to do it this year? Both of them again, probably. It's been crazy to uh, get as far as both those teams did and have the, the same outcome. Just just insane. Georgia two years in a row with just Alabama heartbreakers. What You couldn't have wrote a better storyline for that. Bringing in the freshmen to beat them, then, you know, the the juniors, oh, everybody's downtrodden about him, and, oh, man, he did so good, and he blew it. We had to bring in Tua. And then the next year, he's hurt towards the end of the season. Oh, he, he might be back. He might not be. Tua sucks. We're pulverizing him. Hey, here comes Jalen uh, riding in the battle yeah. on a golden steed and <laughs> and murders us, man. Dude, I watched. I went back and rewatched the end of that game when Jalen comes in. I think he converted eight or nine third downs on those two drives. I thought I thought it was horseshit that Alabama got made it to the playoffs when they didn't even win the SEC. Uh, they didn't even win their conference. And they got it like I get. I think that's kind of a prerequisite. What do you think about? Do you think the playoffs should go up to like ten teams, twelve teams? That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you because we were talking about it today at work. Also, I, uh, 
a lot of people seem to think it'll go up to eight. I don't know. I don't really. It is money, and that's what college football is about. And it it, it could go up for the sheer fact that it's going to be a couple more games. It, it's kind of breathing lives back in the bowl season. I mean, really, let's let's be honest. Bowls suck. Who yep. cares about bowls anymore? It's not even who gives a shit about bowls. I mean, go ask Ohio State if they cared about their bowl win. You know what I mean? Like nobody cares. Georgia went out there and played a, a, a put their JV team up against Texas. Like I don't. You got guys that are holding out now for NFL contracts, and you almost can't blame them. You can be mad at them, and you can say that's not school spirit, and that's not this and that. But hey, I'm done with my season now. This is an extra game for nothing. I'm not gonna hurt myself. For it doesn't, you know, our record's over. We're done. We're not bringing home any titles. They already announced the Heisman. <laughs> That's it. Who was that kid from you Florida know? State that like wrecked his ACL in a bowl game and lost a year and all that money for? Like, I I totally get it why the kids sit out and don't do it because there's what's the point? Like, why would you go to a bowl game? Why would you risk yourself? You're talking millions. You're talking harms. That's like you're you're a great race car driver and you you've done things your, your whole life and we're like, hey. Hey, buddy, here's your $10 million contract to race professionally, but you got this last race to do here, uh, and these guys are reckless out here, and they're going to want to prove themselves, and they're going to probably put you in the wall. And you don't, I mean, ha- you you don't know, have why, to race. Why would you? Huh? You don't have to race, but it'd be really, really nice well, if we got our sticker out in your truck out there. Right, <laughs> right. Like, there's no, uh, there's, there's, there's no point anymore. There's no incentive. If so, they, so like the, I, I don't even but, know how you would. How would you even make it uh, worth the players that that are going in, in the first couple rounds? You know these real talented kids that have made the college bukus of money throughout the season. They're selling jerseys with their number on it. They're not even getting money off that. How do you make them make the bowl season worth it for them to play? You got to pay them like that. You that's the only way. Bonus, that's, yeah. that's the only way. Yep. Um, I think, so just like how stubborn the BCS was, and they were about five years behind the power curve when it came to moving the BCS to the, to the football playoff, they're going to stick with this 14 format for a little bit way too long, and then they're going to do something stupid like go to the 18 format, and eventually I think the happy medium is 12. 12 teams to me is the happy medium with the top four being the power four conferences. They won't go up. They, they won't they, go up that high. That's too they much will eventually. football, man. They will eventually. They, they, eventually they will. 20, 30 years when we're 60, and I'm doing episode 300 and, or 564 uh, with Simple Man. <laughs> Simple Man number, you know, 46. I'll, I'll reach back to this episode and say I told you so. They'll eventually get to 12 um, because it's not fair to play 1, 8, 2, 7, three six four five it's not fair to the one the two and the three so they'll what they'll do is they'll move it to 12 five will play 12 six will play 11 blah 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 blah. and then what what's uh and i do it every year when they do it it's it's home games on the first two rounds so you play in the home stadium so conference wins or power five conference the best four conference teams get the bye the fifth power conference is the five seed gets the weakest uh at large and you play that way. Five, six, seven, and eight get a home game against the lower seeded teams. And then the winners of that reseed. And then one, two, and three, four get a home game at their whatever. And then you do the national semifinal bowl game at neutral locations. You do the championship game. God, man, you're, you're dude. You're talking about that. That is definitely some money right there. You have you ever priced tickets to an SEC championship game dude, or a and, national championship and the br- game. The brilliant thing about it is when you make it a home game, like if you're the five or the five, six, seven, and eight, you're going to get people to show up to the games that the five, right. 12 game or the eight, nine game that really doesn't matter because no. they're going to lose. And no, then you're going to be beyond a shadow of a doubt. You will beyond yeah. that. The stadiums will be packed for all that. You could have a uh, freaking, you know, Syracuse at 12 playing, uh, whoever I'll, I'll just say oregon at six and you could put that game in miami and the stadium would be packed no it's you, you know it'd, what be, I mean? it'd be in oregon or it'd be in syracuse whoever the five or the 12 was but yeah you could right. I mean, well I'm, I'm just saying hypothetically it doesn't matter you people will pay to see a college playoff game yeah and for all the all the naysayers is like oh they're playing too many games so then just cut a game out of the preseason or the four games that you play out of conference 
make that shit three and lower the games down to 12. Um, like literally, and the max you play, unless you're a playoff team, is 12 or 13 teams games. That would kind of, the only thing that would make less importance would be the conference championships, but then you get a bye week if you win a conference championship game. So that's your reward. So unless uh, you're, yeah, unless you're the big 12 or the pac 10 that sucks it every year, uh, with their whatever, but yeah, it is what it is, man. Well, let's go on record. Let's go on record here. And then, uh, I got to get ready. We got a little league game today. We're not playing a monster team. We're playing <laughs> an average drafted team. So what? we might have a shot today. I don't know. So what do you, but, uh, let's, let's go on record. Let's go. Let's say, uh, who's your college pick to win it this year? Oh, it's got, it's got to be Texas A&M. Yeah. You know, uh, they're coming back off of a eight and four year with Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's uh, uh, probably Clemson would be my pick. That would be the front runner pick. But Clemson's probably the pick uh, to go. Dark Horse? Uh, well. Uh, Ohio State. No, 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 no. Urban Heart Attack with Meyer Justin walked Fields away. quarterback? Huh? Uh, urban Heart Attack. The the North is, the South's too good, man. Too fucking good for the yeah, North. Right. It, I mean, let's. Right. we should run back the Civil War. That, that shit will be different. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Clemson's a safe pick. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, my heart here, and I'm going to say Georgia gets past Alabama. Tua has a has a backslide this year, and uh, and Georgia wins out with Fromm. I think Fromm is uh, definitely top three college quarterback right now. Dude, A&M, A&M goes to Clemson, the second game of the year, uh, trounces them 80-3, to comes back, play, plays Alabama, uh, beats them 116-4, to and then goes on and <laughs> plays uh, Georgia, and then your team doesn't even show up because you're so scared, and then uh, Georgia sells its entire landmass to Texas, and then A&M goes and plays... Uh, Northwestern State for the title and ekes out a win 71 to negative six. That's my prediction. That's probably, that's probably pretty good, man. My prediction is Georgia goes undefeated, slaughters Alabama in the SEC championship, then gets there against, we'll just say, we'll say Clemson makes it against Clemson, has Clemson 41 to zero in the third quarter, and then none of the Georgia players come out of the locker room because a sinkhole opened up <laughs> underneath the locker room, and Clemson no, just runs the ball up and down the field. Final score, 711 Clemson to 41-31 Georgia. Now, dude, uh, Georgia's up 41 nothing in the third quarter, and then Arthur Blank goes on the sideline to try to celebrate with you guys. And you guys end up losing it 42 to 41 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and then Devontae Freeman misses a block on yeah. the field. Yeah, shit happens. All right, man. Well, uh, it was fun, as it always is, man. I enjoy these uh, little conversations. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, uh, every four to six weeks or whatever time you can make for it, I'm down to uh, run back a podcast because these are fun. So I enjoy them. Yep. Yeah, we'll do another one, man. Good hearing from you, Harm. Yep. Hey, man, I hope you enjoy the opening to this one. And uh, uh, once again, I'll be using two of your songs, kind sir. But uh, good luck on that Little All League right. game. <laughs> All right, thanks, bud. All right, brother. But my anguish and pain 
And every cut that I've attempted has been simple and plain So many reasons I should quit, but I don't get to explain Cause I've been held underwater, the thought of losing is torture But nothing has seemed to bother me, thought of quitting is brought up But then I look at my daughter and think about where it started They told me to knock on wood, so I knock on it even harder But the harder that I knock, then it's the harder that it got But a part of me is hoping that a part of me will stop But everything's artificial when the party goes to rock While I'm chasing down a dream that I hardly even But I'm heartbroken, my car smoking while I pull up to the bar slowly To do another free show where they don't know who you are fully But I gotta be to work in a couple hours and I pray I make it Knock on wood I tell a stranger that I'm doing fine Even if I don't feel so good Cause first off I could be alive worse off Good Lord and the good Lord knows I could I've seen a lot of folks turn their backs and walk right off the grounds I stood But you believe don't matter Too much to me, cause I'm a breath on like I should. Knock on wood. 